Hey, Steve, have you ever felt like you've been on the sidelines in your life? Oh, definitely, Eric. I mean, I'm sure most of our listeners have. Um, and you know me in true Steve, um, Steve Former, I've got a story to tell. So right. before we hit the record button, I shared an image with you, and I know you're going to pop that image up. Yeah, perfect. So more on that in a moment. But first. Hello, I'm Steve. And I'm Eric. And together we are two dads with one mission. Welcome to the I Dads podcast. This is the show for dads, all about fatherhood, faith, and freedom, one conversation at a time. All right, Steve. So you you referenced a, a story about how you've been felt like you were on the sidelines. Tell us more about that. Yeah, listen, I was a kid, and I shared you a photograph of um yeah. of a school football team. So here in, the, here in the UK, I think you call it soccer, maybe in yeah. the states, but we call it football here. It's where you kick the ball rather than throw the ball. I, w- but, I wonder um, if people can pick you out of this of this picture here. Yeah, sure. So obviously, <laughs> for the benefit of our um our YouTube viewers who are listening to this podcast from our YouTube channel, for those of you who are not then, um, you know, go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah. We often share some extra images. So, again, if, if you're you're looking now, you'll see um, a photograph of um, my school football team. And you might be able to pick me out. For those of you who can immediately pick me out, um, well done. For those of you who can't, I'm on the back row in the upper right-hand corner as you look at the photo. So I'm the young chap in the, like the, black, um, the black sort of jacket, the black hoodie there. Um, and what it basically is, is I was a substitute. So here's the story. And it's really interesting. It's like, um, you know, before the season started, you know, I had this genuine belief and it was not not um, not big headed boasting type of belief, but it came from, you know, genuine confidence in my own ability. You know, I thought I was the best football player on the team. Genuinely the best. I I genuinely believed I was better than all the other people. But for the team, I was picked and I was put on the bench. So I was basically sidelined. I was a substitute for the entire season. And I might have played maybe three or four games that season um, as a substitute. And at the beginning of the season, I knew um, and had this, um, this, this belief that I was a really good football player. But then as the team started to play together, and gel together and started to kind of get to know each other's play. They um they really glued and started to, to combine and play really well. And by the end of the season, every single player on that team was better than I was, categorically. Um, yeah. You know, so, so what is the reason I mentioned this true story? And like I say, well done if you picked me out. It's because, you know, in order to be good at something, You've got to get in the game. You can't be on the bench. You can't be on the sideline. You've got to get in the game. Yeah. And when you're in the game, like you referenced, you're, you're accountable to others and, you know, kind of human nature being what it is, we want to rise, you know, we don't want to, we want to be as good or we want to rise to what others are doing around us. And, and so it it kind of makes us be better. And so like you referenced, right, everybody else kind of um, improved at a greater rate because they were out yeah. there, they were in the game, right? Definitely. And, and this isn't just about, obviously, in the context of a team, it's about, you know, gelling together and, and, and you know, and becoming becoming almost like a, a, a smooth engine where yeah. all the cogs, everything's running in the right direction as a team. 
But individually, it's just as important individually. You may think that you've got these brilliant ideas, something yeah. to do in your life. You may you oh, may yeah. think that you are really good at something, but you've got to get in the game. Yeah. If you don't start the thing and get off the bench and take the smallest next step to create the movement you need to move in the direction of that thing that you want to start or the idea you have or that um, that goal you want to accomplish, yeah. if you stay on the sidelines and you don't get in the game, then all you're going to do is be be trying to convince yourself, you know, hour after hour, day after day, month after month, year after year, you know, decades sometimes people, you know, oh, yeah. waste decades of time sitting on the bench for something that then all of a sudden somebody else had the idea that they had 10 years ago right. and when I when made a success of it, it's like, oh, I had that idea. But yeah, you were sat on the bench. You didn't, you didn't yeah. And you know, it, it can be sometimes the smallest thing. Like, have you ever had that experience where you're kind of just in your head about something and, and you think you've got the greatest idea or slogan or tagline or whatever it is and then you say it out loud to somebody and it just completely falls flat right and yeah you know had you been more engaged with other people and getting feedback and kind of being in the game so to speak early on you wouldn't have sat on that thing for so long thinking it was the greatest idea ever you know yeah and and so sometimes just you know like i i, I kind of feel I've, I've had moments in my life where i've been too isolated Right. Mm -hmm. and, and it's it's kind of akin when you're on the bench, you're isolated. You know, the team's out there playing and everybody's cheering them on. Right. And you're just kind of, you know, sitting over here by yourself. And in business, you know, for for any of the dads out there that are listening, you know, if, if you work for yourself or you work from home or or maybe you're a manager or a CEO and you're kind of at the top, you know, you can you can kind of experience being alone. It's not necessarily that you're not in the game. But maybe you need to get out, you know, get off your own little internal bench and, and get out there and, you know, really um, allow others to interact with what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And again, if you're a business owner listening to this, you know, being being um, being, you know, um, at the top in business as the owner, the CEO, managing directors, as we, we say here, um, this side of the pond, you know, it could be a lonely place. And yeah. one of the 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 most effective things you can do is to get off the bench and go and meet other like-minded business owners like Absolutely. you, maybe in different diverse areas. Um, you know, and it doesn't have to cost a fortune. You don't have to join networking groups and spend memberships. You can literally go and connect with people on social media local to you and grab a yeah. coffee and kind of pick yeah. their brains and use that as kind of a support network um, you know, and, and again, with different diverse businesses, because you, what you'll find out, no matter what business you're in, you will basically find insights from someone running a different type of business. And the things that they do in that business are directly applicable to your business. And because it's outside of your industry, it's something that you've not even thought about yeah. doing. Yeah. And it could be a game changer for have, you. Have we talked about this before? Have we talked about the we we've talked about it offline, Eric? It's a future episode. I call it my coffee cup principle. Well, okay, so there's that, but you were talking about like looking at other businesses. You know, the um, I, I believe it was the McDonald's brothers were trying to expand their business, right? And definitely, and and one of the brothers would go around to just completely different businesses and look, yeah. And he went into a bank and they were doing some kind of construction and 
you know, he inquired and they basically told him it was a drive-through, right? I mean, this is back in the 50s, you know, not even yeah. everybody owned a car back then, but but this bank had enough foresight to see the value of allowing people to do banking from their car. And so yeah. immediately he was like, oh yeah, we got to do this because his business was at capacity as far as people walking up and he, he just couldn't, he could produce more, but he couldn't serve more people. So the drive-through is what allowed him and so that was the invention of the drive-through at fast food places. Yeah, just yeah. simply think, by think, a guy getting out of his, getting it kind of out of his element, getting off his bench, so to speak, yeah. and getting out there. Yeah, so super interesting. Yeah, and even talking about things like that, just just to kind of you know go off off track and then come back. You mentioned kind of the McDonald brothers. So again, the McDonald's franchise, one of the most hugely successful franchises on the planet. Most people who are not educated into the history behind McDonald's thinks that what the mcdonald's sell they sell hamburgers they're in the real they're in the real they're estate in the real business. estate business absolutely yeah. it's the, it's the the footprint that each mcdonald's franchise sits on to sell their hamburgers you know why Bank, they're in the real estate business? gold mine do you know why they're in the real estate business have you have you heard the story oh for sure eric but you know yeah. you, you refresh me in case so, my, so ray my ray crock the guy by the name of ray crock is the one that kind of took over that whole thing from the McDonald's brothers. Yeah. And because he was willing to listen to other people, somebody else is, is who gave him this idea mm -hmm. that, that the value, the, the real money is in the real estate underneath the restaurant. So, so again, it was, it was somebody getting off their own, the, the own bench of their mind and, and willing to listen to other people that expanded, you know, and, and changed his game forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real great example. So I don't, yeah, I don't, again, know, I don't know that we have. Is there anything else we need to add to this, or can we just? You say, know, I, I don't know. Is... I mean, we we've spoke specifically to kind of um, our entrepreneurial um, ally dads out there, people that maybe in business, maybe those dads that are thinking of getting into business. You know, and again, if you're sitting on the bench there, yeah, take you know, action. you got to get in the game. Yep. Okay, and again, if you're thinking of starting your own business, you don't have to do a big bang approach, where you know you quit your day job and start no, your no, new, no. you know, entrepreneur, you know, but start to do these small things, get off the bench and do your research, you know, yep. do your small small steps in parallel with your your day job to such yep. a stage where you know you get it to a stage where it's then generating some income and replacing your income, you know, and then get in the game properly. Yeah, side gig it until you have enough confidence to leap off the cliff and go full time for yourself. There's nothing yeah. like it. You know, and for those who uh, you know, quite happy, you know, our eye dads out there are quite happy in the roles that they're doing. Um, you know, finding them really fulfilling. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not about business. The context for you is more in your personal life. Is there is some sort of a goal, something on your bucket list um, yeah. that has been on that bucket list for months or years. You got to get in the game. Start to take the one step closer, you know, to, to booking it. So if you've ever dreamed about maybe you know jumping out of a plane with a parachute on, you know, and and maybe you know tying that into some charity to to you know um, you know raise some funds for charity, then you got to get in the game. The first thing you've got to do is you know find your local skydiving place and make some inquiries. Yeah, and you know it doesn't even have to be an adrenaline thing like that. I mean, mm. look, I know a lot of guys who are, they're not in the game with their family. Yeah. Right. Their, their, their wife is kind of, 
you know, taking charge of everything. You know, she she tries to, you know, create the romantic side of the relationship. She she tries, she's like the social manager for the family. You know, he she might drag him to church. You see what I mean? And, and instead of the guy being in the game, he's just he's on the he's like the water boy and just being kind of told what to do. And I think I think there's an opportunity for a man to really proactively get in the game of his life. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and you know, that comes back to something we talk about quite a bit, which is values. You know, if you mm -hmm. don't know your values, then you don't even know really what your game is mm -hmm. because you don't know what you're about. You know, so are you a soccer player? Are you a badminton player? Are you, you know, a, a pool player? Like what, what are you in the game of life? You know, what are you about? What are your, what's your purpose? Do, do you have a mission? Do you have any of these things written down? You know, can you articulate them in words, that kind of thing to me, that's, that's like the broader picture of getting in the game of life. Um, and I would strongly encourage you to, to do that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, wise words from Eric there. I try sometimes. <laughs> hey, I've done it myself. And, and I was that guy that was wandering around, wasn't sure what I was about, didn't have anything written down. And now, now I've fixed all that. And I, mm. I know exactly what I'm about. And, you know, it, it makes it, um, I, I don't get derailed, you know by every change or whatever people want me to do. I, I'm, I, I know who I am and I know what I want in life and it makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So any, any parting thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I got my mind popping, but I think I'm going to hold on to it for a, a couple of future episodes. Okay. I got some ideas on the back end of this, but a lot of um, jumping off points here. Yeah. If we jump into it now, there's another 10 minutes I could talk about. So, you know, I think we're, we're coming up to a pretty much of a wrap here. So again, just to recap, it's, you know, don't be stuck on the sidelines guys. Yeah. Take action. Um, any any, kind, take any action. kind of action, even if it's flawed, will, will get you on the field and then you can figure it out from there. Yeah. You just got to get in the game. So I did some coaching. I'm going to leave you with these wise words. I did some coaching for a, an ice hockey team um, a couple of years ago. Um, and again, you know, a part of that was was about being present. So when they would hit the ice, they would literally, you know, not just turn up to the game. They would have to show up. OK. Yeah. Um, and we, we had this sign crafted and we put this sign on the changing room doors. So they'd see this sign, um, you know, just as they go out and everyone would look at the sign and tap it with their hockey sticks. Yeah. Um, and the sign just said showtime. Yeah. you got to get in the game and you got to show up. You know, get, get your mind in the right place yeah 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 absolutely. and every day is showtime yeah absolutely i agree well said all right hey listen if you want to know more about us go to alliedads.com super easy alliedads.com and what should people do now steve well they should think about what's coming up on the next episode eric so uh the title of the next episode is do you even know your spouse and that's interesting. I had forgotten that's the next episode and I was talking about, yeah. So that's going to be a good segue from this to that. Eric, it's the reason why we're partners in crime. If you forget, I remember. If I remember, <laughs> you forget. Absolutely. And listen, we want you to subscribe. And if you have anything that you would like us to talk about, we'd love to dig into it and uh, let you know what we think about it. So give us some suggestions. Yeah, for sure. Eric and I would love to talk about some uh, content that's more meaningful to you, yeah. our listeners. So tell us what you need. Absolutely. All right. That's all I got. 
Yeah, same here. See you on the next episode. All right, take care. Thank you.